0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, February 3rd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In North Central Ohio, police in Marion say a man is in jail after leaving cameras disguised like smoke detectors inside bathrooms. More from ONN's Yolanda Harris. Police arrested 18-year-old Benjamin Dunham on voyeurism charges. Officers found out about the cameras because they were taped to the ceiling but fell off. The bathrooms were at the Marion YMCA and the OSU Marion Campus. Three people were recorded in the footage. Ohio State sent an email to the Marion Campus community saying, in part, the university will continue to cooperate with the investigation and has swept the campus restrooms for additional devices and cleared these spaces. I'm Yolanda Harris. The stepfather of a student at a junior high in the Columbus suburb of Pickerington shot and killed himself inside the school during class time yesterday. And that has parents concerned. ONN's Tino Ramos has the story. Parents are wondering how a man with a gun could get inside the school. We spoke with one school security consultant who says banning parents in the school could stop the possibility of weapons being brought into the building, but it's really not an option. In most schools... Parents are funneled from the outside directly into the office. There's no metal detectors. There shouldn't be metal detectors. And when a parent comes into the school, they're kept in the office, which keeps them away from the majority of the students. I'm Tino Ramos. In eastern Ohio, a middle school student in New Philadelphia was taken into custody yesterday after being found with a gun on campus. It happened at Welty Middle School, where police say the student had a gun in a backpack with a magazine containing ammunition. A suburban Cleveland murder may have been solved. ONN's Laura Queso reports. An arrest has been made in the murder of a Shaker Heights woman. 24-year-old Christian Warner of Cleveland has been arrested in Florida. Police believe he killed Maria Venezuela in her apartment on Toland Road. Family members had not heard from her in a while and requested a welfare check. That's when her body was found on Tuesday. I'm Laura Queso. In northwest Ohio, a 37-year-old county commissioner in Seneca County, which includes the city of Tiffin, is dealing with legal issues. More from ONN's Melissa Andrews in Toledo. Tyler Schuff will spend six days in jail for violating his probation. A judge found Schuff guilty of operating a vehicle while impaired back in April, and he is serving a year of probation. In addition to the jail time, his license is suspended for a year, and his probation is now extended until next February. I'm Melissa Andrews. For the second straight week, the CDC says Lawrence County in Southern Ohio is the only county in Ohio reporting high transmission rates of COVID. ONN's Brie Buckley has more. COVID cases have remained steady and hospitalizations are down following the holidays. Hospitals didn't see a big spike in cases like they did last year, despite people still gathering. Doctors say new variants, while evading immunity, which has been typical, don't appear to be more severe, though they are still encouraging people to get their boosters accordingly and stay vigilant. In Cleveland, Brie Buckley. The CDC says in addition to Lawrence County being in the red, 22 counties are yellow for medium transmission and 65 counties are green for low. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine was at the Toledo branch of the Ohio Narcotics Intelligence Center this week, all part of a push to increase funding for the program in the new state budget. We can come in with technology and with expertise and deal with these things and give them a help. Uh, not just for the police, not just for the sheriffs, but also for the prosecuting attorneys. Governor DeWine is asking the legislature to approve $13 million to expand services to help law enforcement with investigations. Reaction is coming in after Cleveland's mayor said that to help balance the budget, the city will not fill the 140 openings it currently has on the police force. ONN's Carmen Blackwell has more. Like most cities, Cleveland is having trouble recruiting officers. Jeff Fulmer, president of Cleveland's Police Patrolman Association, says I get that we're not getting recruiting, but we should still keep trying to get because the citizens deserve it and our officers deserve it. Fulmer says waiting for next year's budget to roll around may be too late. We're not getting the numbers now, but if we get the numbers all of a sudden, put them in an academy and put them on the streets. In Cleveland, Carmen Blackwell. The mayor's office says Cleveland's police force is still comparable in size to other cities the size of Cleveland. Toledo Public Schools want to help students make learning a priority by making their home lives more comfortable. The city's rental assistance program will help with housing issues, and Lutheran Social Services will provide $2 million for other needs like counseling and education support. Dr. Romulus Durant is superintendent of Toledo Public Schools. Really provided an opportunity of stabilizing housing for those who have lost their job, uh, for those who may have not been, uh, been working and, and allowed kids to be stabilized in a way that allowed their education to be much more fluent and consistent. The program has been able to help nearly 500 families so far. TPS says around 2,000 kids are facing homelessness in the district right now, and they hope to expand the outreach even more. Ohio lawmakers have missed a deadline to get a measure on the May ballot that would make it harder to amend the state's constitution. ONN's Amanda Fay has more. The resolution would make it so any constitutional amendments would require approval by 60% of voters. Right now, amendments only require a majority of voters' approval. Supporters of the measure say it would foster consensus and help block special interests. Opponents call it anti-democratic. The deadline to get the measure on this November ballot is in early August. I'm Amanda Fay. Mike Sells, a snack company based in Dayton, is closing its doors after 112 years. The company says it is winding down production and that its line of potato chips and other products will be transitioned to another company. No timeline was given for that. An athletic trainer from Northeast Ohio is being hailed as a hero after she rendered aid to a man whose heart stopped. ONN's Dave Chodowski in Cleveland has the story. Laura Priest from Elyria was at a boys' basketball game back on January 6th when referee George Jackson collapsed. Within 60 seconds, she jumped into action, administering CPR, but his heart had stopped beating. That's when she used an AED, restarting his heart. People attending the school board meeting were able to thank Laura for her quick, heroic response. I'm Dave Chodowski. Today is National Wear Red Day, part of a campaign from the American Heart Association to raise awareness about heart disease. Many landmarks around Ohio are also lit up in red. Cardiovascular disease is the number one killer of women. And after he collapsed on the field from cardiac arrest during a game against the Bengals in Cincinnati last month, Buffalo Bills player DeMar Hamlin is now working to shine a spotlight on the importance of CPR. As you know, CPR saved my life earlier this year on the field. CPR could easily save your life or someone you love. Hamlin helped to kick off the DeMar Hamlin 3 for Heart Challenge. It has three steps. Watch a short video to learn the hands-only CPR. Donate to the American Heart Association to fund CPR awareness and education and challenge three friends to do the same. Hamlin challenged NBA great LeBron James, NFL quarterback Tom Brady, and former First Lady Michelle Obama. Special thanks to our affiliates WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett. On the Ohio News Network...